2: Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to a Cross Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: Please welcome the Money Making Conversations Masterclass, the franchise owner of a nothing- Bunt Cake Location, Charlie Shabazz. How you doing, Charlie?
3: I'm wonderful. How are you, Rashan? I'm great. happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Well,
1: first of all, let's talk about the relationship. Uh, you know, in my business, somebody had um, uh, a delivery g- gifted me. Yes, they uh, did. A, your, your product. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was happy. <laughs> Because <laughs> if anybody knows they follow me, they know I love sweets. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I immediately invited you because I asked you, I said, because, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I stereotyped her. I thought she was just a delivery person. She mm-hmm. said, no, I am the owner of this location. And I went, wow. <laughs> and uh, and I said, can you come on my show? Mm-hmm. And we've been going back and forth because mm-hmm. your schedule's been busy. Yeah, yes, and finally, uh, you're able to come on my show in yes. Black History Month, yes, which is proud. Yes, yes, It's proud. It and, and talk about what you do. Let's talk about before you made this decision, Charlie, to be a franchisee. So a little background.
3: I'm a CPA. Mm -hmm. So um, I've been in accounting my whole life. Always knew I wanted to be an accountant Mm -hmm. Um, from Philadelphia. I went to Temple University for my undergrad in accounting, Mm -hmm. had a taxation class, and I was like, I want to do taxes. So I went and got my master's in taxation, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um, that's what I did. So I I was a tax accountant for most of my life, and I thought I would do that for the rest of my life.
1: I'm going to tell you something. I am afraid to do tax. I have a degree in mathematics. You cannot. I Even the easy form, I get nervous. That, I, I swear to you, I I will go to H&R, whatever, to whatever by that tax, I would take it easy for Okay, You know, you just do it. <laughs> you. It's on you. So for you, I am like bowing down to you to say because you're confidently saying this taxes. That's what I do. I do taxes, taxes. When you look at it, a guy and I'm, 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 people tell me I'm pretty smart. And my degree, you know, I, I, I'm I sure make you D's can do your taxes. But I, I, I swear to you, I will not do my taxes. I've never ever done my taxes because they intimidate me. Yeah. They intimidate. the whole process of making a mistake yeah. intimidates me. Yeah. And so, but so that means that you have to be a confident person then, right?
3: Yeah. You know. um, the law changes often, so you're always doing your um, continuing education credits and understanding the new laws. And, you know, once you—don't get me wrong. I started out as a personal tax return preparer. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I moved to Atlanta, I decided I wanted to be a business tax return preparer. And I was totally intimidated by that. Okay. Um, but I Googled a CPA. Mm-hmm. I called her. I told her, listen, I want to work for free. Mm-hmm. I don't know business taxes. Can I please come to your office and you teach me and I learn for free? Just free.
1: Mm-hmm. Free, 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 free.
3: <laughs> uh, so she said, uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. So Because she asked for your resume and she saw. Yes, I'm yes. going to get this person, this skill set, Temple Graduate, uh, yep. for free, yep. knowing what your ultimate goal was. Exactly. So mm-hmm. she's
3: um, a huge uh, mentor for me. And so I learned business taxes. And then I... Had a corporate job. That's how I moved to Atlanta um, Mm -hmm. from Philly. Um, Large bank made me an offer Mm -hmm. that I couldn't refuse. (laughs) So I packed up, you know, my little Jeep and I moved to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Um, Found an apartment three days later in in Tucker. Uh So Tucker has been where I've moved to first. Mm-hmm. had my first home had my first job and now the bakery's in Tucker so I have mm-hmm. a deep roots with Tucker. Yeah, it's
1: Tucker, Georgia because it's syndicated nationally. Yes, it's Tucker, yes, Georgia, Tucker it's Georgia, outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Awesome. yes, it <laughs> is. Now, let's let's talk about that the differences, you know, cuz uh, we always talk about fear on this show. Mm-hmm. You know, we you you, you moved. Mm-hmm. You know you are all females, you know transitioning from mm-hmm. uh another major market to another major market. Mm -hmm. But it was northeast and not to south. Mm -hmm. Were there any... What were the fears in making that move, that decision to come to Atlanta? Because there were some.
3: There were a lot of fears. um, But I was done with Philly. You know, I needed a change. So Mm -hmm. I kind of left it open to where the the job opportunity took me so dc california they were all options Texas. so when the door opened to atlanta i was like well this is where i need to be Mm -hmm. so i came confidently with fears of what if i don't do well at this job what if you know what if what if what if but i was like i can always go back to philly you know all my family's (laughs) in philly so, you know, that's um, always was a, a fallback plan mm-hmm. if it had to be, but never look back.
1: You know, it's interesting, if you guys want to talk and join this conversation, I remember when I left IBM to pursue a stand up career. And uh, I left on great terms. In fact, I, I tell people on the show many times, I was in tears when I made that decision a year in advance because it was such an emotional decision. Even though that I knew working for ibm was not my future mm-hmm. it just didn't it didn't excite me i felt i saw myself being blocked in creatively and okay. i went okay this is not me and so because they had a successful model and they wanted people to grow in that model and i wanted to do things outside of that model and i went nah this is not me but yeah. i know for about a year i kept thinking i can always go back
4: mm-hmm.
1: you know though and and then finally i i said stop
4: mm-hmm.
1: stop Stop that theory. Take the security blanket away and Stop that theory that you can go back Mm -hmm. because that's not why you left. You Mm -hmm. left to pursue your dreams. Mm -hmm. And that's right. That's key right there. You left Philadelphia to pursue your dreams. And in doing so, you had to take away that that thought process. When did you take away that thought process that I had that you could always go back?
3: Well, to make it even more, you know, I took a temp position at this (laughs) bank i didn't even have a signed contract i took a temp job and Mm -hmm. took a leap on faith Mm
4: -hmm. so
3: once i proved myself because i was confident i was like i can do the work right i got a full-time contract Mm -hmm. found my apartment Mm -hmm. started building my network of friends and I was like, I'm, this is my home
1: now, mm-hmm. you know. And so, so you, you, you you did free work. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back after this break because mm-hmm. you got a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. We didn't even talk about nothing, nothing but in case <laughs> yet. Her story is so interesting. But you're the perfect guest for the show because I want people to hear how it, it seems simple. It seems difficult. Mm-hmm. But fear drives so many people from uh, reaching their their ultimate dream, and mm-hmm. that is Walking away. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know that my I've walked away from a lot of levels. So there's a lot of people who say, Michelle, you always seen and people have called me a renaissance man. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes I don't know what that means. But when they look at my resume, they go, you did this, you did this, you did this. Mm-hmm. And you've been good at all these things. And I say, because everything I I do, or have done in my life, I wanted to do it. How you doing, Victoria? You're calling in on Money Making Compensation Master Masterclass, and you're speaking to me and Charlie Shabazz. What What can I? What are you talking about? What question can we ask help you with?
0: Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Awesome. Wonderful. Good. Good. Um, okay. So um, I was just listening, and uh, I just want to commend you um, for taking the chance from moving from the Northeast and then uh, coming to Atlanta and all that. Um, was there ever a time in your life where you didn't have it all together like me (laughs) and like you, you couldn't hold on to money and it would just liquidate and (laughs) Victoria,
3: I'm a CPA, right? I'm an accountant. I take care of everybody's money. However, Mm -hmm. Georgia Power had me no lights one day when I came home. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, I was talking about saving and how you wish you could you know save and put things away it was so easy for me to tell my clients yes you need to save you need to put 10% here you need to do this. you know but just keeping it real it's hard to implement those things when you financially aren't where you want to be so absolutely mm-hmm. the struggle was absolutely real and um, I just think the key to it was just staying in my lane. You know, a lot of my friends was like, Oh, we're going out, we're going out. Nope, not me, not tonight. You know, you know, you have to sacrifice um a lot of mm-hmm. things in order to get to where you need to be. So, like Rashawn said, if you don't have a plan, you can't you know, I had a spreadsheet that I opened up every morning when I was in corporate America and it was my debt. I had all my credit mm. cards on the spreadsheet. I had a payment breakdown on how I was going to get each balance to zero, and I was committed to the two hundred dollars here, the two fifty here, the hundred fifty here. The saying, "Oh, I got a zero balance on my Discover card. Hmm, let me use that ten thousand from there, pay down my Mastercard, and then I got zero mm-hmm. interest on the balance." You know, it was just maneuvering mm-hmm. and figuring out, but having the plan and being committed to the plan. And that's how I was able to get myself out of that credit card debt that, that is inevitable when you don't come from money and you have an undergrad degree, you have a master's degree. You know, you move and you're by yourself. You don't really have that family support system. So, no, it was absolutely real. And I just had to sacrifice.
1: Victoria, did she help you out with that answer? Yes. That good. My, yeah, my whole thing... Uh-huh. Answer,
0: answer. Can I ask like how how would I how would I be able to um uh be a part of the franchise of uh are you just are you saying that bunk nothing bun cakes is offering franchise opportunities?
3: Absolutely. Um, you know, I speak to a lot of uh potential new franchisees and a lot of them are very intentional. I want to open a nothing bun cakes. That was not my story, Victoria. Nothing Bunch Cakes was not necessarily the plan. The plan was to open a bakery in Tucker in this new plaza that needed a bakery. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to bring a bakery to Tucker. We don't have a bakery. I had a client that had a different um, bakery franchise. So it was initially going to be something else. And when that didn't work, the landlord is looking at me. He's like, hey, Charlie, where's that bakery you're bringing? I'm scrambling. You know, like, oh, Jesus, I'm Googling bakery franchise you know other things popped up and then it morphed into nothing bunch cake so i would say the plan was to have a side business but sometimes you have to have to open it up just a little bit and be receptive to the pivots and the changes and saying okay i thought it was going to be this but this is coming full circle for me so let me embrace this and make this work
0: What's
1: the definition of a franchise? I'm sorry. What no. The What's the definition of a franchise? <laughs> Victoria, look, That's look. question number three here, Victoria. <laughs> that's <laughs> your last question, Victoria. I'm just Victoria, you NPR, but you ain't hijacking my show now. You can start your own I'm show on, uh, I I online. Would, I, I would I say, say a question.
3: great <laughs> movie to find on Netflix is um, The Founder, I believe it's called, yes. with, mm-hmm. uh, with McDonald's. Yes. So it takes you through the whole franchise like mm-hmm. life. So basically, Victoria, two women came together. 20-plus years ago, they had a great bunt cake and great frosting, right? Mm-hmm. They said, listen, let's open mm-hmm. up a little bakery. Let's make, have a store. You have a business. It does well. Mm-hmm. You create um the like cookie-cut mm-hmm. type of thing. You know, you master the recipes, and it's like, can I give mm-hmm. somebody mm-hmm. this, and can they do it without my expertise? And once you prove the concept and if you watch Shark Tank (laughs) a couple episodes Mm -hmm, you'll mm -hmm. learn all this once you prove that the concept can be done by anyone Mm -hmm. anywhere that's the birth of franchising right so
4: okay mm -hmm.
3: so they said look we have the recipe we have everything we you know worked out the kinks we know how many people you should hire we know you know what locations are do well with this and they kind of mapped it out they give you the blueprint so you take the blueprint. Okay. Well, you buy the blueprint.
0: Let's right, be clear. Right. You buy the blueprint, Victoria. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I've been baking since I was ten years old. Yes, Victoria. I make really good. I'm sorry. Look, look, look. <laughs> I want to do this. I'm serious. But well,
1: Victoria, I'm, I'm not. Really I'm not denying this. that, Victoria. First of all, that's what this show was designed: money-making conversation masterclass. Was to get the community excited about speaking to people like Charlie because they do exist. They do exist, and they they do have. Um, Uh, uh, stories and her story has gravitated you and hopefully motivates you to be a star a star like she said bakery you know like I said I'm an award winning baker and I and I have no desire to open a bakery but you go to my timeline you think I bake and the people say well, why aren't you 400 pounds dude? every time I look you're eating something And but but it's the passion I hear the passion in your voice mm-hmm. I think what she's saying right now is that what is the plan you know what is the plan and she speaks to people all the time and so no your question I tease you about asking questions your curiosity is incredible mm-hmm. but now it has to be Thank put on paper mm-hmm. and once you put it on paper then the, 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 the emotional pushback happens you know how do you make that dream happen and that's really where it all starts you know whether you want to be a singer whether you want to go to college there are always dreams but there are when you start creating application to that dream, that's when the struggle happens. And when that struggle happens, how do you react to it? What is your plan to push back on that? Because we all have rainy days. Mm-hmm. We have rainy days in relationships. Mm-hmm. We have rainy days on job. And that word rainy day doesn't necessarily mean rain. It just means difficulties. It means when it's supposed to be sunshiny, it's, it's gloomy. Mm-hmm. And how do you react during gloom? And so this show, Money Making conversation Masterclass, that you're listening to and Charlie's doing an amazing – you know, me, I should be worried about her. You know, she's yeah. just brilliant <laughs> sitting over here, uh, just responding so confidently and casually to these questions. And to have a guest like that, she's in studio, she came in here, she brought in some of her samples, is to show confidence. And uh, I just want to thank you for calling in and uh, leave your number and your zip and your uh, email address so we can reach out to you, okay, Victoria? Because we really want to continue that conversation. Plus, I want to send you one of my um, money making conversation, guys, to success, all right?
0: Thank you so much. And I, I go to sleep with, with um, this station on. Like it's always on in my room, and I really find refuge in it. So thank you so much. Thank you,
3: Victoria. Uh, make
1: sure you leave that information for me.
3: Charlie. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with more money making conversations masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money-Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn
1: McDonald. See, Miss Charlie, you're getting a little <laughs> brand sitting up in here. We well, you know the thing about it now, you you, you said you were going in there. Well, I know we're about to wrap this break up in a few minutes mm-hmm. here, but I want to ask you a couple of questions before mm-hmm. we get there. You were going in there to open a bakery.
3: Mm-hmm. As so, a side business. As
1: a side business. Mm-hmm. So you should say it like that. Okay, cool. So let me get to history here now. Temple,
4: mm-hmm.
1: okay, accounting, mm-hmm. CPA. hmm where did the baking skills...
3: It's, there were none. There were none? mm Okay. Yeah. I used to just cut the cookie roll, you know. Right. Like spray the pan and like just put the little <laughs> blop of chocolate chip dough on it. And stick it in the oven. Yeah, that was the extent of my baking skills.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know, so if someone said... Seven years ago, you're going to own a bakery. I would say, wow, interesting, because I don't bake.
1: Right, right, you know? right. So, so, so you in Tucker, Georgia. Mm-hmm. You, you, but you're in a visionary because mm-hmm. you feel that you want to feel a need. Mm-hmm. Okay, so talk walk us through that step of going to the um, the landlord. Yep. telling them what you are going to do because yep. you have to have a plan. Yep. and the first plan wasn't a nothing but cakes. Nope. Talk about that.
3: Okay, so the plaza was coming. Great mm-hmm. location in Tucker. I need to be a part of it. I'm driving by every day, going to my corporate job. So one day I took a right and I found, you know, the sign, wrote down the number, called him. Hey, I have an idea for a bakery. Do you have any space available? Absolutely. How much space do you need? I'm just talking him up, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of faking it till I made it. And so I was kind of on the hook. to bring a bakery (laughs) so that is when the wheel started spinning and i was like "Uh uh-oh that fell through what else can i do Uh oh i was committed to bringing the bakery Mm -hmm. okay
1: and okay you opened in 2017 yes when did you start this This
3: process
2: hey everybody welcome to across generations where the voices of black women unite in powerful conversations i'm your host Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right,
0: come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? good because
3: every year dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver all never thought it could happen to them but with changes in routines distractions or a sleeping child it can happen to anyone parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly so get it in your head
6: Check the back seat. a message from NHTSA and the ad council welcome to season nine of next question with me katie hurick it is 2024 Listen to next question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Late 15, Mm
4: -hmm.
3: late 15, we started communicating with the landlord. Mm -hmm. I'm at dinner one night, and I had nothing but cakes in California at a cousin's birthday dinner. Mm -hmm. And it was the best cake I ever had. And I thought, wow, I got to come back to L.A. to get this cake, you know?
1: (laughs) The, 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 yeah, the, the
3: moisture Oh, yeah. It's moist. The cream mm-hmm. cheese, you know. So I had it, tasted it. I just didn't know it was a franchise. I didn't know there was one here in Georgia. I didn't know any of that until someone mentioned it again. And I said, oh let me Google. Google nothing bunch cake franchise. Boom, came up. Mm-hmm. I'm almost signing a deal with another bakery franchise. Okay. Okay. So uh, the spirit said, don't just see what nothing bunch cakes has to say mm-hmm. i emailed them she replied back i told her what was happening about me with this other franchise she said wait don't you do it charlie hear me out <laughs> and i heard her out and I the rest is history you know i canceled the deal with the other bakery franchise mm-hmm. and went with nothing but cakes
1: so um so why i, I just off air why are black women the fastest growing segment in entrepreneurship why are black women
3: from what i see and all the amazing black women that i know i think our mothers have a lot to do with that i know mm-hmm. my mother um you know she pushed her girls to be what she was not able to accomplish mm-hmm. you know so it was just having that fierce ent- you know that you know amazing black role model of a mother to say you need to travel You need to go to college. You need to be better than me. You need to do better than me. You Mm -hmm. know, the school is your number one priority. Um, That just pushed me to continue to see myself out of North Philly. You know, um, a lot of my friends didn't never been out of North Philly, so Mm -hmm. they couldn't see themselves Living outside of North Philly, let alone you know having a business or going to college. So, okay, cool. I think our mothers are the backbones of to why we're so successful, and we're very passionate women.
1: Well, I grew up with six of them. Yeah. Six of them. <laughs> So I know about the female passion. Yes. When we come back, we're going to find out how big her bakery is. <laughs> yeah, the pros and cons of franchising, uh, what to consider before franchising. As she said, you know, she's about to sign another lo- franchise location, bakery, and then she sat down with the nothing but cake individuals, and they said, hey, we're the one. Mm-hmm. And she's not looked back. We'll be right back with more Charlie Shabazz. Charlie, you got another phone call. Uh, is it Taron? Uh, uh, is it Taron? Taryn? T- is it Taron?
5: Tehran, T- Tehran, like uh, the capital. Right.
1: Okay, I, I appreciate you, my friend, and I apologize because my name's Rashawn. you think I would get everybody's name right, and I apologize.
5: <laughs> you know, I, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, I, I say the same thing when I get someone else's name wrong. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, well uh, one name I can't get that. wrong is Charlie. It's Charlie. And
1: Charlie. Charlie's on the show with me, and we're talking about franchising. Uh, what's your question today that you might want to ask me or her?
5: Well, uh, I just wanted to, uh, you know, give give y'all props um i I listen to wclk uh often and um i just was listening in on the conversation and i just wanted to say you know thank y'all for just supporting uh black owned businesses as well as uh you know small businesses and on the whole but um black owned is definitely um Oh, thank uh, you, Tehran. Respected. Yeah, no doubt. And what is your name? I'm sorry. I, I
1: you know, I, I really appreciate Tehran because of the fact that, you know, when, you, when you're when trying to talk to people, there's fear. Mm-hmm. And, that you know, especially when you're offering advice, is like, what's, what's the scam? Because black people mm-hmm. have a natural, you know, scam radar. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, there's another agenda here. Mm-hmm. The agenda here is just providing information. That's mm-hmm. all, and and, and and basically what we're having is just a conversation, and we we Absolutely. as allowing you to listen in on our conversation that we might have in a restaurant that we might have you know walking down the street and these questions like victoria was so excited to hear if you call in and, and say well, i really appreciate this conversation It's what we want to hear that's the conversation we want to create and the thing i loved about charlie's conversation was she was just a business minded person that got into this and that's what stop so many people you didn't have to be a baker you just had to have the passion mm-hmm. and the ability to work hard mm-hmm. to achieve your success as a franchisee. Mm-hmm. That's what excites me about the conversation. What are your thoughts?
5: Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, the journey, the journey, um, sometimes, you know, in the beginning is is the shaky road, you know, and um, it, it it takes, you know, it takes that vision to be um, ignited. And like you said, you know, fear is that thing that stops most people's ideas and visions and goals because they don't really know what they're stepping into mm-hmm. and um as I was hearing her story and uh stories before hers um you know I, I definitely related and uh I, you know again um I just you know I just appreciated just hearing everyone's uh journey uh to where they are now and um, and I know that you know in in the future I know I'm quite sure there's you know is a Long-term goals, you know. there's, You know, other goals that, yeah. But, but as far as uh, what I've heard, you know, I definitely um, related to. So, well, thank,
1: thank you, my friend. You. Thank I appreciate you because she has a little announcement to tell us. And thank you for calling on the <laughs> show.
3: We'll be right back with more money-making conversations masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now, let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald.
1: Now, you telling me off air, he was talking about long-term goals, short-term goal. <laughs> now, the short-term goal was just to get a, a place open in
4: right.
1: a bakery with a name on it that was reputable. Right. Now, you told me off air, what else is about to happen in your life as an entrepreneur, as a franchisee?
3: Well, you know, Rashawn, <laughs> I let my CPA license labs, and so I said, you know what, accounting... That's not my thing anymore. This is my thing now. So, now how can I transition to this to legacy? Mm-hmm. To open another one. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, thank God I just got my approval a couple of weeks ago. I was nervous. I was like, oh, I hope I can announce on the show. But it was a true blessing and a lot of hard work. You know, I definitely deserve it.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, Tucker is four and a half years old now. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of worked through the kinks mm-hmm. of being a, a, a small business entrepreneur to, you know, now be confident to open another one.
1: Now, what, what's the timeline of it being on that opening?
3: So the territory is central Atlanta. Hey, Atlanta, we coming. <laughs> um, you know, it was like, I mean, where is it in Atlanta? You know, so Tucker was the closest location to the city of Atlanta. So mm-hmm. our second baby will be in the city. We're mm-hmm. gonna cover everything from North Druid Hills to downtown. Okay. So we got Atlanta covered I love yeah
7: well you
1: got another, you got your third phone call awesome thomas how you doing thomas
7: hi thomas uh,
1: charlie's here along with rashad mcdonald uh, what's your question
7: i just want to say good evening to both of you i'm an avid listener good evening. i just want to commend charlie <laughs> and his sister before cpr uh just for all that you're doing thank you um uh, me being a, a business owner myself a new a fairly new business owner um uh, the one that you talked about uh, Charlie, the pivot, you know, given you have an accounting background, doing something totally unrelated Amen. to what you were doing. And the thing that I find to be true, and you sound of a similar nature, but God. Yes. I, I, I commend you, commend you, commend you. I love Rashawn for this platform, giving others to come on Amen. here. Thank to you. Learn, inquire, share, continue to build and uplift each other. And like Rashawn talked about earlier, that fear, I too know I've wrestled with it for years, but by the grace of God last year I pushed through myself. So uh I can go on and on but I won't. I just keep it short, but I just wanna commend you. I'm gonna make I, I eat it nothing nothing but cakes. Um every now and again I was first introduced to it about three years ago at a corporate function and I do make it a point to go there. Now that I know that you have a location in Tucker, I'm gonna make it a point specifically <laughs> to come to see your location
3: thank you thomas and congratulations and I just, I just to you I, as well
7: thank you i just wish you well and much success on your current store as well as your new endeavors you're about to embark upon thank
3: you i appreciate you so much thank you so much
1: well uh, you know this is the um charlie shabazz show and, uh, she's my co-host <laughs> on money making conversation Masterclass. and uh charlie uh um uh, the second location
3: Yes, so we're just working through the (laughs) LOI. And, you know, for those of you who are thinking about owning a business, having a brick and mortar, an actual storefront, an LOI is a lease of intent. So before you have a lease for space, you negotiate kind of like the upfront, how much am I going to pay per square foot? How much is this? How much is that? How long will the lease term be? Mm-hmm. What do you cover? What do I cover? You know, so.
1: What's the build out? What are they going to pay in the build exactly. out? Exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. So we got really lucky with Tucker because it was a brand new construction, mm-hmm. brand new facility, brand new plaza,
4: mm-hmm.
3: brand new space. The timing was right because the unit was not built out yet. Mm-hmm. So we were able to work with my contractors and my landlord and do everything one time you know a lot of times you're working with a structure Mm -hmm. and you know your your architect says no the sink should be up over here so now you got (laughs) to dig up the cement move the pipes you know so we were able to save a lot of money just by working together from the very beginning and getting Mm -hmm. everything built out the way that it was required so I was I don't think that's I know that's not going to be the case (laughs) for the second one it's a existing structure for the space that I, I would like to hopefully um, move into. Mm-hmm. It's off of Moorland. It's a really crazy, busy plaza. But I think nothing but cakes can hold our own. Now you
1: are uh, now. You delivered to my office. I did. Now, how are you gonna do that? Because you like that personal touch. You like to be on the front I, line of meeting your customers well, and things like that. You
3: know, and I still will. I just won't be able to do all of them. Right. You mm-hmm. know. Um. You. I, I absolutely need a full team to help me be completely successful. I think I am best at building relationships, marketing. That's my new job. I'm out the DeKalb Chambers of Commerce. I'm a member there. I'm a member of my Tucker Business Association. I'm out planting the seeds, you know, so when they start to grow, the business can grow. Um, and you just got to know what, you, what you're what you good at and what you're not good at. I've met other business owners who are not people people, right. you know, so they hire other people to do that for right. them. Mm-hmm. This but that's not true. No, it's a gift. It's a gift and I'm thankful for it. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thankful to be in the position to be able to build those relationships because a lot of times businesses come to communities and they take, take, take from the community mm-hmm. and they don't give back to the community. So it's very important to me to, um, give back to the community that I live in. I'm still a resident of Tucker.
1: Well, the the beauty of our conference, first of all, finally got you in here. <laughs> you are amazing. <laughs> not only amazing, just your story is just special. Thank you. And it, it fits so many things that I talk about every week. And uh, the fact that you opened in another location and, yeah. and the fact that you are not a trained baker, Mm-mm. the fact that you just saw an opportunity, did your research, and that's why, and then overcame the fear of people going, "You don't do that. Mm-hmm. Why, are you, why are you doing mm-hmm. something you don't do?" Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what this show, money making, money, money making, master, money making conversations, master class is all about. I want to thank you for coming on the show. You're welcome. And thank you for the snacks Absolutely. too. You know, Enjoy we're going to take a picture together and uh, put it on social media before we eat it. <laughs> uh, we we'll see you next week, just Rashad McDonald. I am the host of Money Making Conversations Masterclass, and thank you, Charlie.
3: You're welcome. Thank you. You've been listening to Money Making
4: Conversations Masterclass with Rushon McDonald. Always remember to lead with your gifts. Money Making Conversations Masterclass is a presentation of 3815
3: Media Incorporated.